And that hobo with his Southern Twang show is back. Coming to you something like live out of San Antonio. The 210. Of course, I'm the host, Joe Madness. First thing I wanted to address was the elephant in the room. So, music will no longer be played as far as in between segments. No longer will there be intro music. Now, all this is probably not news to you because most people don't listen on Anchor. By Anchor, I mean the app. So, <laughs> so if you're listening on iTunes, you're listening on Google Podcasts, all them other outlets where this beautiful show can be enjoyed. This probably does not affect you in any type of way, right? And honestly, Anchor is probably the worst way to listen, in my opinion. It's constantly crashing. There's there's a lot of buffering. It's, it's pretty safe to say that if you listen anywhere else, like Spotify, I don't know about iTunes because I don't... I don't have an Apple phone, so <laughs> I couldn't tell you, right? But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of bummed over that, you know? But it's, it's a decision I had to make, you know? Moving this, this show into a positive direction, you can say. Now, the reason why I made this choice was because Anchor, the platform, the app that I use to distribute this show everywhere else, it's the app I use to record. You know, it's the app where I started. You know, they they came out with this new feature. Haven't been able to use it yet. I'll touch on that here in a moment, but what they did, they essentially made their own kind of type of uh, patreon.com page you know it's going to be a button that's going to be on the podcast details from what I've read I haven't seen it yet but you're going to be able to subscribe to the show you're going to be able to from what I've read it says you can pay 99 cents you can pay 4.99 up to 9.99 a month which is a great fucking idea. Like, why haven't you done that before? That's what I'm fucking saying, right? So, once you're once you're able to do that, because I haven't haven't been able to activate it yet. The reason is because all the episodes I've ever put out basically have all had third party music, and they said you can't monetize a product you you know while it has that music in there. Now, as I've stated before, eventually I want to have my own stuff playing, you know? I want to have my own hobo music playing. Like, that's the plan. That's where I'm headed toward. But you got to start somewhere, right? Now, I also want to take a moment to thank everybody out there. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. You know, this month alone, it's on its way to surpassing last month's numbers. And we're not even at mid-month yet. Which is fucking amazing. So I'm hoping though. 
in the next day or two, you know, you'll be able to subscribe to the show and I'll be able to get some type of money off this because, I mean, I don't even have a job right now. You know, I'm banking on this podcast. I'm banking on stand-up comedy in the future. I'm banking on maybe on music. I mean, the, the way I choose to live my lifestyle right now, I mean, it, it's just, uh, it's a little lacking as far as money goes, you know? But it affords me the opportunity to do this show, to put out a product that I'm happy with, to do essentially what, what I feel like I was born to do, as cliche as that may sound. I mean, I love sitting here talking. I love sitting here interacting with everybody, you know, helping people out, you know, with my opinions. Um, maybe some of my views are a little warped, you know, from my upbringing or, you know, the way I've lived my life up to this date, right? You know? But since day one, I've continued to evolve over and over and over. And I feel with this... Um, is monetary compensation that I'm going to be able to enable on this show pretty soon. I feel like that's the next stage of evolution for the show, you know, like, like that's the next step, right? To get paid. Now, I, I kind of feel a little... A little disheartened a little bit because you know I'm having to change the show once again like no longer can I sit here and choose music for everybody out there to enjoy now most of you guys you guys weren't enjoying it because you weren't giving yourself the opportunity to to enjoy it by not listening on the app right but you know fuck it whatever but I mean, in a way, it's good because then you'll get a solid hour instead of like 55 minutes, 50 minutes, because you're taking into account the music that was in there, you know, so. And I no longer have to sit here and try to come up with different stuff to play, you know. I essentially had, you know, like three songs always played, you know, one after each segment, and then I chose like two more that were kind of random and the crazy thing is like when i took all the music out it took me like almost an hour to do that you know and i had to put more transitions in between because some of the early episodes don't even have any transitions it was just music and then there was this one episode i believe it was called mo music mo problems like that fucking episode just had all music pretty much so now you can hear me go back to the music and there's no fucking music, you know, and there's a couple other episodes where I'm saying that shit, you know, and I mean, <laughs> there's no more music. So it's crazy. Like, I love music. I want to have music on the show. I really do. But, I, you know, as I've told you guys before, I'm a one man pony show here. I mean. I wish I had knowledge in producing and I had a badass computer and I had all this awesome equipment to play with and, you know, even better would be knowing how to use all that stuff. But, I mean, I just don't. I don't, I don't know. That, that stuff does not appeal to me, you know? That's why I've always spoke, you know, when, when the show took off, when it takes off, 
you know hopefully i have assembled you know uh, a badass team around me to help with stuff like that that i find tedious you know or you know if the show blows up um and i'm able to have a big company behind me that's helping me with this product helping me with you know advertising helping me with setting it up you know all that other stuff that i don't want to do i just want to sit here and talk you know i want to sit here and talk to you guys i want to have a good time and you know fuck all that other bullshit you know that that just isn't for me i mean i'm not like the most tech not tech savvy person but when it comes to stuff that requires a little bit more patience and knowledge to be able to use it i mean that's just not me you know the the biggest obstacle right now i, I feel like um like i have if i have any at all is is having to reformat the show so you know knowing that there is no longer any music involved so i mean it shouldn't be that hard you know but I guess you guys wouldn't understand, like, because most of you guys don't even hear the music, you know? Like, when I listen to the show, when I sit down and listen to the episode after I put it out, after I recorded it, you know, I enjoy listening to the music, you know? Because, I mean, it's stuff that I like, you know what I mean? But now, <clears throat> now it's going to be a full-blown talk radio show. It's going to be a talk show. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I never wanted to be a DJ. You know, it's part of the reason that I've never attempted to work for a radio station or anybody like that it just doesn't appeal to me i mean most of the time i believe you have to deal with uh, scripts you have to deal with censorship and you know and politics you know it's just stuff that you know I, it just i don't know it doesn't it doesn't draw me in to be able to work for somebody like that you know it's not it's not who i want to be but you know, I guess if, uh, if it comes down to it, and I have to go that way, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be easy, but, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, right? And the thing that gets me the most excited about this whole experience up to this date is even after getting rid of basically all my Facebook friends again, I think I only have like, uh, you know what? Let's just not even reveal that number, you know? Let's not go there, right? <laughs> even after not even having a strong social media presence. You know, my Instagram account, it's essentially dwindled down like 20 followers since I last checked. So that happened. I'm not on Twitter. I don't really advertise fucking anywhere but somehow this show continues to grow i mean i don't know what to chalk that up to but at the end of the day like i said i'm gonna put out an hour long episode every fucking day and you guys are gonna like it like nobody else in the industry is doing this Nobody else is willing to step up to the fucking plate and try to hit that fucking home run every time. But as I continue to tell you guys, I'm that motherfucking heavy hitter, right? So 
Let's kick this shit off. That hobo is back on the mic. So the world is listening. And everybody knows that people love watching cops. I'm talking about the show. <laughs> people love drama as far as, you know, people doing bad stuff and watching to see what's going to happen to them next, right? So what I'm going to do, I'm going to do a segment right now. I'm going to do a segment on that, on prison life. What happens when you go to jail? What happens when you go to prison? You know, I don't even know how long this segment's going to go. But I don't think I've ever talked about it. And I can't fully disclose everything that I know or that I've seen. Because uh, your boy's going to be fucked, you know, if he says everything he knows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's just not go down that route. Because, you know, let's not have worse stuff happened to me than what's already going on right like let's not shoot myself on the foot i guess that's probably why i've never discussed this so i've touched on my dwi you know i got it back in um november i think i think i say i think because i mean a lot of shit's happened since then you know so when i was uh when i was driving home intoxicated you know, I made it pretty much all the way home. It was about 20 minutes of drive time that I've, you know, put in. And my friend was in the uh, the passenger seat and she was, she was whispering all sorts of nasty shit in my ear. You know, and I was, you know, grabbing her up and whatnot. And so I started to swerve. Like, I was told by my lawyer that that is not a reason to pull anybody over. So, all day, fuck the police, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, nobody else was on the road. I understand that people could have got hurt. I understand that I made horrible choices. I made a bad decision that night. And I've owned up to it. I mean, that's all I've done to this date is own up to it. And my responsibilities as far as having to handle the courts and uh, the fees and, you know, the stupid shit they make me do. So, that night, I was pretty plastered, I suppose. You know, when they pulled me out of the car, you know, I had, I had a booze, I had a, I had a roadie sitting in the fucking cup holder. You know, I, I, I thought I was good to go, you know, but when is that ever, when is that ever true, though, when you've been drinking? You know, especially as much as I used to do. You know, I've been asked plenty of times, like, Am I ever going to go back to drinking? Honestly, I don't fucking know. You know, a beer, a cold booze, liquor, whiskey. Every day, every time. It sounds like a good fucking choice to me, you know. But as I've stated before, it just goes back to, you know, fighting your demons. fighting, uh, Fight what's inside of you. Trying to do better than the last time, you know? You know, I saw this meme before where it was a mouse with the little helmet on staring down a 
a mousetrap, right? And the meme stated, you know, me going and trying to do the same bad decision again, but just uh, a little bit more prepared this time. Now, <laughs> like if you haven't seen it, it's fucking hilarious. But I mean, I just kind of feel like that's us every day. You know, we, we do stupid shit. We do stuff that doesn't make any sense. You know, and then when it's said and done and it's over, you know, some time passes or maybe no time passes. And we continue to make the same stupid decision again. Now, a lot of people say insanity is doing the same thing over and over. Expecting different results. And then other people are saying it's crazy until it works. So which one is it? I don't fucking know. I'm not going to sit here and fucking... You know, talk you up one way or the other because I don't fucking know. I mean, circumstances can guide you one way or the other. You know, you decide your destiny, you decide your fate. Nobody else can do that for you. So, when I got hauled in, you know, I uh, I wasn't offered a breathalyzer test, so that wasn't even on the table at any point. And um, I just didn't feel like talking to anybody when I got out of the car. You know, I was talking to the, the desk person. They were asking me all this whole-ass fucking shit. And I, I told them, I was like, I don't feel like talking right now. That was probably the worst decision I could have made that night. After drinking and driving. Because what happened after that wasn't very fun. You know, I was handcuffed from the back. They pulled my fingers up. This big old dude picked me up by my fingers and was dragging me, or actually attempting to put me into a cell. Now, I was complying, but not once did they remove those handcuffs after that. You know, I was put in a, in a holding cell with this other guy. Now, the whole time this, whole, this dude had to pee, and we were both handcuffed from the back. And he kept telling the guard, he was like, Yo, I got fucking piss. I'm going to pee myself, you know, crying like a little bitch. I'm just kind of looking at him like, this has got to be the first time this motherfucker's ever been in anywhere that's, uh, you know, I guess what people consider the system, right? Because he's just sitting there crying. He's sitting there acting like a little bitch. Like he just, he said, at that point, he said, I'm going to let my, little, my inner bitch come out. And that's what happened. Like he acted like a little bitch. And it was embarrassing to watch. I mean, was it, was it right of them to do that to him? Nah, man, it's not, right? But do they give a shit? No. Nobody that works for the government, that works for these, uh, these jails, these prisons, none of them give a fuck about those people. Should they? I mean, I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Because when it comes down to it, they put you in a room. You know, if you're, you're one of these jail people that... Are working there and you got so much shit to deal with you hear the same shit over and over you um you get bitter you know working those those types of jobs and eventually you guys they grow to they grow to hate the people that come through so it kind of makes sense but at the same time it's just like you know fuck your life like fuck you all day right it's no way to treat people, but 
you know, it is what it is, right? Just goes back to making horrible decisions and trying not to do the same mistake over again, right? So this guy, he eventually pissed himself, you know? And I stood there and watched the urine travel from his, uh, his dick area all the way down his sh short legs, you know? So it, it was pretty gross, you know? It's pretty, it was kind of funny to watch. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I've never seen that in person. Like a grown-ass fucking man pissing himself. It's, uh, it's definitely something to, something to see if you're able to, right? So, same shit happened to me, though. I was sitting in there. You know, I don't know what happened to this guy. Somehow he got moved or he got let go or I don't fucking know. He made bail. Like, I don't even remember. I was up for 22 hours that night. You know, I didn't even sleep, but I wiggled myself out of my fucking shorts and my underwear because I had a fucking piss. So essentially, I was like butt naked for like 45 minutes because from the time I was able to take off, you know, my lower body clothes, you know, I, I just pissed in a little drain over there in the corner and it took me that long to fucking put my shorts back on, you know, I didn't have a belt, I didn't have any shoes, no socks, and, um, yeah, I wasn't even going to try to put my underwear back on, because my hands were handcuffed from the back, you know, still, I went, like, something like 10 hours handcuffed from the back, you know, until they decided to, to pull me out, and I talked to this fat dude, and he was like, do you want to kill yourself, and I was like, you know what, uh, I mean, I'm not in the greatest places right now, but I wouldn't take my own life, you know? Like, I don't think suicide has ever been an option for me. And it just goes back to show you, man. I mean, I just don't give a fuck, you know? Like, I just like being honest. I like being truthful in moments. I mean, there's moments where I love to lie. I've been a liar my whole life. You know, it's just fun. But, but yeah, when you try to get to know people and... Uh, you trying to build something with them. You can't build a foundation off of lies, you know? And that holds true with uh, basically any time you talk to people and you want more from that person. So they, they ended up taking the handcuffs off. <sighs> you know, I was, I was placed with the rest of the people. And you find out real quick who's been in there several fucking times. You know what I mean? Like, that helmet where they put on and they were about to hit, hit up that, that mousetrap once again. You know, it's, it's a little beat up. It's, uh, it's probably a little, a little dented. You know, it probably got ran over a few times because they keep making the same stupid mistake over and over, right? You know, there, there's a toilet there and there's a sink behind it, right? I guess they're connected or something. And then you have this, like, little wall. Now, there's lots of people in there that have fucking no qualms sitting on that fucking toilet. You know? Butt naked. Staring at other guys and having conversations with them while they're taking a the shit. Like, that's crazy, man. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. That's, that's fucking nuts. But, uh, you know, the whole time I was there, I mean, there's, there's plenty of people...
Hello? Are you there? What's up? Well, that was a nice little tidbit. You know, it just goes to show you, I don't edit my shit, you know? <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I don't even have any type of way to edit it. Might have to look into that, but I don't really care, fuck it. What was I at? So, there's, uh, there's guys that have no qualms taking a shit in the fucking toilet and having conversations with everybody around them right so yeah that's crazy anyways all right so eventually i give you some food and by food i mean uh you know i guess something that i guess you could you could digest you know if you if you got that far because I, I was handed this um, I was handed this thing that was rolled up in this um, ceramic wrap, I guess they call it. And as you unravel it, it's sticky. There's juices. There's all sorts of nasty shit like coming out of it, and like it's gooey. And it, it's supposed to what it, what it appears like it's supposed to be is some kind of, some type of sub sandwich and you open it up and like the meat is disintegrating like i've never seen that happen like a sliced piece of ham or whatever is disintegrating before your eyes like when does that shit ever happen i don't think that's i don't think that's a thing like but they want you to eat it and then they give you like a little thing of mustard and they're like uh yeah eat it you know is, did you have this for lunch too or nah it's just nah i wouldn't eat that but you eat it though you know and they give you some like little little thing that you get from from your elementary school days of juice you know and i was like i'm not eating this shit and somebody gladly took it you know because i i flung it in the middle of the room and there was kind of like a little scuffle for it so yeah that happened you know, I, I eventually, you know, I, hours and hours later, you know, I, I talk to somebody that gives you bail, you know, from the state and then waited more hours, you know, and, uh, eventually let me go. Right. And it wasn't until like months and months later that, you know, I had to talk to a judge about my DWI, but, um, but yeah, some honorable mentions. I forgot I was strapped to a uh, to a chair and forcefully uh, made to let them draw blood by let them I mean because I'm already strapped and it's just like there's nothing you could do right strapped to a fucking chair and they're drawing blood from my arm so that happened <sighs> and the guy that um, the guy that pissed himself I ended up seeing him at the probation office like five months later and I knew his face because somebody who pisses himself right in front of you 
You don't forget a mug like that, right? Like, how could you? You know, I wanted to be like, hey, man, like, I saw you piss yourself. And how the fuck are you, right? But no, I didn't do that. I just uh, patiently waited till it was my turn to take a piss in a cup. And go talk to the PO, right? So, yeah, that's, uh, that's an experience you could have in jail. I'm sure it happens all the time. Now, as far as prison goes, I've never been to prison, but I've worked at one. You know, a maximum, <laughs> a maximum security prison. And I worked there two years. Fucking hated it. Most of the reason why I no longer have any hair on my, on my head. You know, and most of my hair grows in gray, right? So... Yeah, that was uh, that was a big reason why my my hair started falling out, and um, it just grows in a little bit grayer now, you know. So I started off working, you know, just in the the blocks, you know, where they they house uh, the inmates, and you know they talk a whole lot of shit. I mean, there's the prison itself is gated. The whole thing from top to bottom and everything's made out of steel. There's no AC fucking anywhere. So if you go to prison in Texas, you're fucked. And if you don't have any money, you're fucked some more because you don't have no way to fucking run away from the heat, you know? Because if you've never been to Texas, that shit hits you in the face. It uh, makes you sweat a lot. And um, it's been known to drive a many of men and women mad so you can definitely get crazy being exposed to that type of environment now you know given that and given the the fact that most of them dudes in there you know they they have a chip on the shoulder they they want to go around fighting everybody and everybody's angry because they're hot you know what i mean and nobody wants to get butt fucked so unless you want to get butt fucked then you probably should Probably no reason to be mad, right? Yeah, there's a many of times I saw people, you know, I heard people, I'll, I'll correct myself, I heard people getting raped and I uh, wasn't able to see anything, but you know, let's, let's go and back up a little bit. So I was told of, I was told stories of people that were getting butt raped, you know? You know, that the guard would pass by the shower and then there, there might have been a gangbang going on, you know? You know, stories of desire, stories of passion, right? Because when, when you start working there, you're told, <clears throat> you're told by the man, there's no consensual sex in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. So, you can't just go around fucking whoever you want, right? Or can you? So, yeah, man, people get butt raped all the time. It's not a, it's not unusual. And um, it may or may not be consensual, depending on who you talk to. They may or may not be uh, a prison porno where the guy's forcibly being, his face being shoved into the rice and told you are the ladies. You know, you're the ladies of this party as they pull down his uh, his white pants and begin to fuck him, you know, between his cheeks. 
So, yeah, I mean, just, uh, it's not a good thing to go to prison, guys. It really isn't. It's not, it's not a nice place. But, but yeah, if you, uh, if you do go to prison, you know, a lot of people tell you, you go up to the biggest guy you, you can find and just, you know, pick a fight with him or whatever. So you can get put in a place by yourself. I could see that happening. But depending on how bad a whipping you put on him or they put on you, like, you're going to come out eventually. Like, unless you mark the guy, took out his eyeball or some shit like that. I mean, you're coming back out, man. It's bound to happen, you know? So don't, uh, don't, don't put too much stock into never returning to the rest of the population. Now... You know, when you do get reg time, though, they they strip you down all the way butt naked. And what the people that are locked up like to do, they like to put their hands up in the air, extend it outwards, and then do like a hokey pokey dance. And it's spin all the way around, right? Like there's hot coal on the floor. Like there's the, the, the floor is fire, right? And they, they pick up their feet all crazy and, you know, I don't know where they, <laughs> I don't know where they came up with this shit. Like, cause what you're supposed to do is strip down, lift your nuts up, spread your cheeks, that type of shit. And yeah, that, that's not what they seem to want to do. I mean, who'd want to do that though? Come on. But, but yeah, I mean, that happens quite a bit. Basically... Anytime you come out of the kitchen, anytime you go to go outside and play, <laughs> you know, if you're you're with the rest of the population, that happens to you quite a bit. And you know, let me tell you something right now. Not by choice, but I've seen so much cock. So much cock. And a lot of people that talk shit, you know, you eventually have to see the cock, you know? And when you do. Later, you find out why he's so angry, you know? There's this one guy. He was a bigger guy. You know, he had a whole fucking Chia Pet-looking thing around his cock, you know? And all you could see was, like, you, you know the first indention on top of your pinky? Like, that's what you could see sticking out of there. Barely, you know what I mean? Like, that's how small it was. I was like, all right, well, you can't talk shit for the rest of the time I work here because... You're not packing really nothing. Like, to say you're packing something will be an understatement. Like, it's not even like a whole Vienna, si Vienna sausage you're getting with this kid, you know? Like, if you're that poor where you have to ration out the Vienna sausage, that's what you would get when, when you come across this fellow, right? So... I mean, I've had lots of instances where, you know, I've had to deal with these fucks and had to hear the bullshit. You know, eventually, you know, I started working in what they call the dorms a lot, you know, and there's this whole walkway where you have to walk like, a, I don't know, it seems like fucking, seems like half a football field, it seemed like. And you got fences on both sides and you got the buildings you're walking in between. And all you can see is uh, the graded windows. Like, you can't see inside the windows, you know? 
But you hear these voices that are talking all sorts of shit to you. You know, I've seen people cry while walking, making that walk of shame, you know? You know, it's it's pretty savage. Like, basically tell you they're fucking the ass. Basically telling you they're gonna kill you. And it's just, I don't know, it's not a nice thing at all. All right. <laughs> all right, I'm back. Um, man, this segment has been exhausting. You know, I keep, I keep getting interrupted, you know, by the same person. So, it's the first time this has ever happened. Like, I've, I've never dealt with this or spoke about it because it's never occurred. But, I'm going to go in and address it because it's on my mind right now. And I may or may not have forgotten what the fuck I was talking about. So, um, I have... I have dating profiles, you know, out, out there on the internets, you know, essentially just trying to promote my show, you know, just, um, they even say it on there. They're like, uh, I'm like, Hey, you know, I do a podcast, check it out, you know, type of shit, you know, even, <clears throat> even some of my pictures are, are just like promotional ads, you know, that I've made. You know, and I've posted before on, like, you know, Instagram or whatnot. But, you know, every now and again, I mean, I, I never really speak to these people. You know, I... Well, once in a while, you know, somebody hits me up or, you know, we get we get matched on Tinder. And I say most of them I don't even talk to because, you know, I'm just not interested or whatever. They don't really strike me as a person I really want to talk to. You know, when, when you go through these apps and sites, um, <clears throat> let's be honest here. Most, most of the people you come across aren't really people you want to fuck with, you know? So any kind of aspect, right? So this person on Tinder, you know, I said hi to him or whatever, you know, after we matched and then... You know, we were just having a conversation. And, you know, then you're talking about, oh, what, what do you want? What don't you want? Shit like that. And then, you know, they, this person, like, they're so confusing. Um, I tell my situation, you know, because it um, essentially, in my eyes, it helps me weed out, you know, people that don't belong in my life, right? So it's an easy way to do it. You be honest with them. You tell them. You don't have a job, you don't have a car, you're dealing with some court shit, and boom! Like, all of a sudden, you're not talking anymore. It's a beautiful thing, right? So, I'm honest with this person, and they're like, oh, you're not relationship material, you know, pretty much friend-zoned, and whatever. I mean, it's not like I care anyways. Like, it's not a big deal to me. Um, I'm trying to build my brand here. I'm trying to build this podcast up. I'm trying to get the word out. I'm trying to get paid, you know? I've said this all day. Like, I wholeheartedly believe that I'm gonna be filthy rich by the time I'm fucking 40. Now, whether or not that happens, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen tomorrow, but that's what I believe inside. Like, that's what's telling me. That's what's driving me to do what I do. So, anyways, we keep talking, and then I'm just like curious. I'm like, so, 
what are we doing here again? Like, you just wanted to be friends and, like, it just sounds like, like the conversation is going toward that, that gray area where, like, you know what, we might talk every now and again. You know, we'll probably never see each other. You know, you're not, you're not somebody that, you know, I'll find in that way. And then, you know, they told me that they have some type of uh, five date, one week expiration. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come off so rude. I'm grumpy and blah, blah, blah. But they wrote it so in such a way that by reading this paragraph, you could you could clearly see that they put thought into this message that they chose the words they wanted to to put in there and it was clear as day you know and then they want to cop it up as hey i was rude you know i had a bad day blah 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 and i'm like okay you know whatever so what did you mean to what what you mean to say you know and then they're like oh i want a relationship and you know blah 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 and you know, basically the whole thing just kept going just back and forth like that. I mean, we're essentially, we were hanging off of a thread the whole time on whether or not we were going to keep talking. So I'm the type of person that I face confrontation. Like I stare it down right in the fucking eyes and I face it, you know, that's just, that's just who I am. You know, if I'm confused about any type of things that I read, that I, that I hear, from people, you know, I, I believe that you can have a conversation about it. You know, if you can't, then that's where the where the issue is. You know, and this particular person that I was speaking with, like they don't wanna they don't wanna talk about nothing. They don't wanna talk about awkward situations that that obviously are arising. They don't wanna talk about what they said, the you know, give some details, get some shed some light on what they've said to me, right? So we're just talking right now again, you know, as I was interrupted and she was like, oh, I'm cleaning my house and you know, my, my kids are fixing to get here in like 15 minutes. So I was like, okay, so I guess it's time for a smoke break, right? <laughs> so, you know, I go outside and I start smoking and uh, we're talking and she's telling me all this shit and then I'm just asking her. I'm bugging her about it again. I was like, so what are you trying to say again? Like, there's been plenty of times that throughout these two days that we've been, you know, communicating that it just sounded like we weren't ever going to talk again. And here we are talking, you know, and I'm not going to sit there and beg anybody to talk to me. Like, I clearly don't really give a shit. Like we talk ever again. You know, it's just the type of mentality to have towards people, you know? Like, give me a reason to care, right? So, they get mad that I'm trying to figure this whole thing out, and then they try to explain it, you know, while trying to get off the phone all the time, and then they just don't hang up, or they don't get off. And I'm like, okay, well, you can hang up now if you want, you know, basically. And it's just back and forth, like, who would not find that situation exhausting? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, what happened though, what got me off the phone and back on the mic was that they were trying to explain to me this confusion that 
they weren't doing a very good job explaining. And they were like, um, yeah, everybody's friend zone till, you know, I can figure things out and I see if they're the right fit for me because uh, the bar is set so high. And I'm listening to this, I'm taking it in, and it's just like, well, I already told you that I don't have a job, I don't have a car, I don't have this and that, blah, 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 right? Like, they even stated to me, though, in a previous conversation, their, their life is falling apart more than mine. And it's just like, who's, who's judging who here, you know what I mean? Like, who's essentially la creme la creme when it comes to us whether we talk or not you know like i'm looking pretty good here you know what i mean <laughs> considering what she stated to me i mean I'm, I'm looking i'm looking pretty nice you know so she sits there and tells me this that she's fine she's trying to find the the right fit between these friends and i'm like well why aren't you dating your friends if you've already got friends right like i don't know what friends means to people People have different explanations of what a friend is. Like, I don't consider anybody a friend until we got through some shit and we made it clear that, hey, you know, we fuck with each other like that, you know? Like, I can I can depend on you. I can tell you whatever the fuck I wanna tell you. And we're, we're just cool like that, you know? That's what I consider a friend, you know? Somebody's gonna stick around. Not, hey, hey, Bob, I just met. Like, we're friends now. Did you know that? Because Cause I just told you we were, so that makes it true, right? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not that type of person that, that befriends everybody I come across, you know? It's just, I mean, it's not me, you know? Like right now, I don't really have that many friends, you know? I've stated this in a previous episode. There's no reason to, you know, bring it up again, but. Anyway, so I proceed to tell this person, ask them. I was like, okay, so. You're uh, you're talking to all these people so you can try to figure out who's the right fit for you. And she's like, well, I'm gonna go clean my house now. You know, and I'm like, so you're saying you don't wanna talk anymore? And she's like, well, you just insulted me. I'm like, hmm, well, all right, that's fine. And she was like, bah, 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 and I was like, okay. <clears throat> so I just hung up and I came back in, you know? So it just goes back to what I've been saying you know, about females and dudes, you know, like you cannot come across somebody and expect positive things to be the outcome every time. You know, what I've been through is not the same shit that somebody else has been through. So asking people to come together you know, as friends or as partners in a relationship or anything else. You know, it's a difficult task. You know, it's, it's a crazy thing. Love is crazy. Whether it be friendship love or more than friends love. <clears throat> I mean, it's just, it's an impossible task that every single one of us chooses to be part of you know it just goes back to that mouse with the fucking helmet you know that mouse staring down that mouse trap and trying to 
Try to do the same stupid shit over and over. And after he fails, he regroups and possibly, maybe, tries it again a different fucking way. So, that's all. That's it. That's all I got after that. It's just a, you know, a deep inhale and exhale. So, just taking a moment here to rewind and try to go back to the story that I was uh, telling you guys. So, okay. So we're, we're walking down this, uh, this walk of shame with two fences around us. Basically, fence covered everywhere. And all you see are these graded windows. That's all you see. But you hear these, uh, these interesting voices. Some of them may or may not be terrifying, <clears throat> depending on who you are. And they're saying shit like they want to fuck you in the ass. They want to murder your kids and you. They want to do all sorts of naughty, beautiful things to you, you know? And I would tell you what I would do, but yeah, that's incriminating yourself. And I mean, that's not, that's not nice. Let's not do that. So many of people have cried on this walk of shame, going to these, uh, these, these facilities where they house these, these wonderful, beautiful people, you know, called dorms. So, these are the ones that more or less are trusted by, by the, um, by the prison community, right? They're supposedly the, the good inmates. And a lot of them aren't good. I mean, let's just, let's just be honest here. Cut and dry. I mean, they've been in those other situations where a lot of them have been locked up by themselves. They've been in general population with the rest of the fellas. And for whatever reason, now they're good. Interpret that however the fuck you want. But, um, but yeah, the food these people get, I mean, it's not, it's not the greatest. I wouldn't even say it's good. I wouldn't even say it's okay. It's just something you consume and, uh, as everybody says, it'll make a turd, right? So... You know, egg day is a popular day. What they do is they get all these eggs. They mix them up. And they cut them with a whole lot of potatoes. So when you get your serving of delicious eggs, you know, for the week. You may or may not get an egg. Like, there might there might be an egg in there. You're just going to have to look for it with uh, with the potatoes that are in the way. Because, I mean, who's paying for this shit? At least in Texas, uh, most of the stuff that they feed these people is homegrown. Like, they make them go out in the fields and plant this, the crop. And then they consume basically whatever is grown. And then, uh, you know, sometimes they get vegetables. And I don't even know if they have it, chickens or whatever. But, you know, there's a whole lot of eggs coming in. <clears throat> and there's just not enough to go around for everybody. So... They put more, the, I would say the, the egg to potato ratio is like one to um, 12 potatoes, you know, maybe. And try to make that at home. Try to make that, that combination at home. It's, it's probably, not, probably not the greatest, you know, because 
I mean, you wouldn't expect to get that at a at a sit down place that you're trying to trying to get some nice food, right? Like that's not that's not what you would be like. Hey, you know that's great. No, you'd be like, fuck. What is this shit? Like, nah, man. Like, how much do you want for this again? You want ten bucks? Like, no, dude. Like, start over. You know, eventually I made my way into the kitchen, you know, where I worked. And uh, these these people, they uh, they freely walk around with knives and sharp objects that could um, do a whole lot of damage to anybody. But essentially what keeps them from supposedly committing these heinous, horrendous acts is the fact that they get to eat a little bit more than everybody else. You know, as as a worker in the kitchen, it's not an inmate. You could sit down in the chair, you can bring in your own food and have these people make it. And they may or may not spit in it. You know? There was a conversation that me and uh me and his coworker had. You know, he's a robust individual. He's pretty pretty large. And for the most part in charge. He would tell these fucks, man, he'd be like because every day they, the black fellas would accuse him of racism. They'd be like, ah, you're fucking racist or whatever, right? And then he'd be like, no, I'm not. I fuck black women. I mean, I was like, damn, that's a fucking gangster line. You don't know how many times I've ever used that, you know? Which I don't really, I don't really get accused of it. But, I mean, I like to throw it out there anyways just because, you know, let's be honest here. Like, living in a predominantly... Hispanic community here in San Antonio. A lot of these people haven't really been exposed to the rest of the fucking the world, the rest of Texas even, you know? Like the rest of Texas is not just like the south of Texas, you know? You know, once you hit San Antonio and below, I mean it's mostly just Mexicans. You know, we're we're fucking everywhere. You know, people from Mexico, people that were born here in the States. I mean, it's just a big Hispanic community. And most of these people haven't been exposed to racism, you know? Like, I grew up in West Texas. Like, people were racist out there. They're a little bit racist, you know? You come over here and you, uh, you meet these people that haven't been exposed to it. You know, you're just like, aw. You know? You're like, aw. Aren't you such a gentle soul, are you? You know? So, once these people venture off to, let's say, like, Dallas or the rest of the the outskirts of major cities here in, in Texas, which you would call consider rural, right? Rural areas. I mean, people are people are not so nice, you know? You may or may not have a racist fight. You may or may not be accused of uh, being a wetback or a beaner or spick or any other slurs that people more likely don't find uh, pleasant, you know? So... I would say San Antonio for the most part and the rest of uh, the South Texas, which uh, people consider the valley, is is pretty sheltered in that regard. So, yeah, we would sit there in the kitchen. You know, sometimes we would bring some shit in and have them make us stuff. Or, you know, you basically order whatever the fuck you wanted to and they would make it for you, you know? So... That was nice. You know, talking to these people, man, is uh, it's pretty interesting. Like, 
they're just like everybody else out in the world, you know, except they got caught or they got caught up in some shit, you know, people inside aren't, aren't any different than the people on the outside. They're really not. You know, I rolled up on a situation in the kitchen where these inmates were, were having, um, we're having this game going on that, uh, what is it called? Is it World of Warcraft, I think? It's the, uh, it's a game where you gotta pretend, you gotta read all these books and whatever. I, I think it's called World of Warcraft. Like the tabletop version. You know, where you gotta read and you gotta use your imagination more. Or, no wait, I think it's called Dungeons and Dragons. I think that's the one it's called. I always get them confused. There's so many of that shit, you know, going around. But anyways, these people, there's like four or five of them are like playing this game and I'm sitting there watching, man. It's like two in the morning, you know, I'm fucking tired. I'm looking at them and I'm just like, man, like what's going on here? You know what I mean? Because I've, I've never seen anybody play that stuff before. I've never been into it. Like Pokemon, Hentai, Japanimation, all that crap. I mean, it doesn't appeal to me. You know, I kind of grouped this in the same category. So, I'm sitting there watching them play this game, and they got all these books everywhere, and notes, and, you know, printed copies of, of stuff from books, you know? And these books aren't cheap, man. They're like $50, $100, and they're really thick. They, they got a whole lot of information in them. And these guys are playing this game, and they're rolling up on an evil character. They're supposed to fight, and this one guy's like... Yeah, I'm a rogue. I'm in the tree. And I'm like looking at him. I was like, uh, I don't see any fucking trees, but all right, continue, sir. You know? And, <laughs> you know, he, he's sitting there saying that, you know, they can't find him and stuff. And all these characters that he's playing with, you know, his teammates or whatever, they're taking all sorts of damage. But, you know, he's hiding in the tree like a little bitch. You know, that's what it appears like to me. Like, he's not helping nobody. So... I'm just kind of looking at him and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? You know? So <laughs> I was just walking away. It was just too much for me, you know? So uh, just continuing on, um, there was this, there was this guy, this coworker I had, you know, he went to the, uh, they call it the academy, but I mean, come on, it's not a fucking academy. Even the uniforms they make you wear to work, they're not even built right because they're, they're made by the inmates. And they don't give a shit what you wear. You know, you're, you're, uh, you know, you know when you wear like, uh, business pants or whatever they're called? I don't know what they're called. But you know how they got the line going down the butt? Like the crotch is hanging like a good foot. You know, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but it's hanging a little low. And that line is hanging pretty low. So it kind of looks like you took a dump on yourself. Now, what most of these people that work there, what they do is they take them to, you know, get them altered and whatnot, or they make their own uniforms or whatever. You know, I, I never did that. I was just like, man, who got time for that shit? Like, this is not that serious. You know what I'm saying? So I never did that. But anyway, just going back to what I was saying, I went to the, the school with this guy. He was a white guy. He was, he was in decent shape. You know, me and him were probably like one of the only two people that were training to get hired for this position that was not really old or really fat, you know? 
that's that's pretty sad because essentially these people are supposed to be the ones that help you out if somebody's trying to murder you or cause harm towards you right so this guy like me and him i would say we were kind of like two peas in a pod like both of us were assholes i mean i like to say i was a little bit more of an asshole like like i've always said i've always had anger issues and when i worked there i mean i was struggling with a lot of that stuff you know and um i guess my actions the way i carried myself i mean when i went home that night those nights after work i mean i would be really stressed out i'd be like oh well tomorrow when i go to work i may or may not die you know that's probably <laughs> that's probably why a lot of my hair started falling out and i started going gray early right so anyways you know this guy uh he's a white guy I'm just gonna throw that out there and you know i would say we pretty much acted the same way toward these inmates and i mean i would say similar you know similar is the word i'm gonna use for for lack of a better word right so this guy this motherfucker got clicked on like four different times and when i say clicked on like he was in there by himself with uh i would say probably 80 inmates you know and a whole bunch of them proceeded to beat the fuck out of him over and over again i mean his face was uh it was it was mashed potatoes you know he was he was beat up pretty bad not once not twice would you say three times a charm not this time it wasn't you know <laughs> it was probably as my as many fingers as you can count on one hand you know it's probably as many times as this has happened to him and he he may very well still be fucking working there now at this point in time if he's still working there this motherfucker's probably considered a legend you know and very well so i mean if you could take a beating that many times I mean, I'm talking some dudes just wailing on you. Some big old motherfuckers. Just kicking the shit out of your ribs. Stomping on you. I mean, you, you got a good... Probably... Probably five minutes that you got to take that shit. Before something something happens. Right? Like, if that dude upstairs... That's controlling the doors and the entryways and everything. If that motherfucker is not paying attention. Or she's not paying attention. If they're sleeping, if they're reading a fucking magazine and not looking at you while you're trying to work in one of these uh, these housing areas, like there's no telling what these people could be doing to you, right? So it could be even longer than that if they're not paying attention. Let's say they decide to go, they go downstairs and take a piss break, you know? They decide to do that while you're inside one of these housing areas. And you're getting fucking beat the fuck up. <sighs> so, I mean, you just got to take it for like five minutes or however long it lasts. Five minutes is a long time. You know, let's kind of put that in perspective for a moment. You know, in boxing, each round is, I want to say two minutes. So, people get knocked out in fucking two minutes, you know. They get knocked out 30 seconds in. You know what I'm saying? So, that's by one person. You're talking about a whole group of people 
Beating up on you. I mean, how long would it take for you to get knocked the fuck out? You know what I mean? Like, how long could you possibly last and survive this assault, right? So, essentially what's supposed to happen is the guy that's supposed to be watching you upstairs is supposed to be grabbing these, uh, these gas canisters, which he has to go all the way upstairs. So, I don't even remember if they keep that door locked or not. So, depending on whether or not he has that door locked or the door is locked, right? And depending on whether or not he has the keys and how nervous he is or she is, it might be a while till he unlocks it and gets up there. So, once you get up there, you know, you got these, uh, these, this, this canister full of gas. You know, these gas cans. You know, they got a little pin, you rip them off, and then you chunk them, right? So, while you're upstairs, there's these little holes. They go into all the, um, the areas. So, each block has, like, three areas. So, let's see, you're, you're in, like, C block. There's C1, C2, C3. So... You know, they have to pay attention. You know, their nerves are probably fucking flustered. They're probably going crazy with emotions because they're seeing somebody that could be them. They very well should be them, maybe. You know, getting beat the fuck up, right? Like, their whole life is getting just turned the fuck up, you know? Because it could have been anything. You could have turned the fucking TV off. You know, you could have you said something snarky to somebody. Or it could be months of abuse that you've given these individuals or one person and they just decide it's just enough, right? Like, I've fucking had enough. We need to beat this motherfucker up, right? So, you know, they... Hopefully they throw the gas canister in the right direction and it goes everywhere. Let's hope the motherfucker works because let's, let's face it, right? Let's be real here. Some of those gas cans or anything, it's man-made, could be a dud. Could be. So let's say they only have one left, like, and it doesn't work. While all this is going on, they still have to radio in or call in and tell everybody that you need fucking help. You know what I mean? There may or may not be inmates trying to get in and out. There may or may not be inmates fucking wandering around on the, uh, the outside of the areas. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those tough things, man. You know, let's put this even more into perspective. I mean, I think that guy actually had a wife and kids. So, could you imagine going home and, like, your wife sees this? And you're like, nah, baby, I'll be all right. This motherfucker decided to come back to work the next day. Like, who does that? You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, I'm good, man. Like... Hey, take take a little, take a few off at least. You know what I mean? Like this is uh this has been a stressful day, you know. So yeah, this guy would just show up to work every day. And I mean that's that's mad respect to them. You know, be able to do that. So yeah, prison life. It's uh something else. You know, I could probably go on and on and on and on about this. We only got so much time, you guys. You know, this is uh, this is a talk for another day, right? Like, there's so much shit I could tell you, so much things that I can enlighten the world right now on. But 
what if we just don't? What if you guys just continue to be left out in the dark? As I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You know, the, the boogeyman is real. Whether you're locked up or you're outside in the world. You know, but, but guns aren't an option. Not in my eyes. You know, take up a class on how to defend yourself. How to be able to defend your family, you know? Because whether or not you're doing the right thing with a weapon, with a gun, I mean, you, you can't... <clears throat> You can't undo that. Once you pull that trigger and somebody's dead, I mean, it's all up, left up in the air what happens next. Because whether or not you did the right thing, I mean, who's to say you did the right thing? Whether or not there, you have this belief that laws are in place to protect you from wrongdoing. There's a lot of people in, inside that are locked up claim that they're fucking innocent. And nobody believes them. You really think they're going to believe you? Do you? Are you really willing to roll the dice when it comes to your life? Are you? Everybody knows what that sound means. It's the end of the show. Don't cry about it. So this has been a spectacular episode. You know, a lot of firsts here, people. So what do we find out? No more music. We address that. You know, this is... uh, just part of life, right? You gotta evolve. Sometimes you gotta pull it back, figure it out, and then push forward again. You know, it's just what happens. You deal with it. You make beautiful shit happens out of nothing sometimes. So, no more music on the show. No more intro music. You know, I'm a little sad about it. You know, but I think it's for the better. Because once I'm able to monetize this show through this app, you guys are going to give me money. Now, if you don't, I'm going to be a little bit sad. <laughs> I might even cry a little bit. Not too much. Might, might shed a tear here and there. But, you know, it's the right thing to do, though. Like I was saying, there's different tiers. You know, 99 cents, 4.99. $9.99. I don't think that's asking a lot considering the, the product you're receiving in return, right? You know, I'm, I'm going to put out at least an hour strong of an episode every fucking day. You know, it gives you guys something to look forward to. A break from your wife, your kids, your boss. Whatever the hell you're dealing with. You know, because... If you don't have some type of outlet for the bullshit you deal with on a daily basis, man, the results could be terrifying. Crumble before your eyes. 
you know that's why working out doing something you enjoy such as watching tv or i don't know let's say you have a hobby or you just like listening to podcasts you like listening to that hobo with his southern twain show maybe that's what does it for you i don't know your life so we've spoke before about this uh you know, it's that Dale Carnegie book, How to Make Friends and Influence People. I'm still giving you guys time to read that book. Buy it anywhere. Books are sold, really, right? You buy it digitally. <laughs> digitally. I can't even say a fucking word. How crazy is that? Digitally. 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 You buy it digital. Yeah, there we go. Got it. You can buy it digital. You can buy it, you know, as a regular book. You know, my particular copy, it smells. It's old. It's been through some shit. It's got that old book age smell, you know? Have you guys ever smelled it? But I used to to fuck around with this one woman, girl. She loved the smell of old books. It was creepy. (laughs) So... That's going to be happening. Like I, like I said before, you guys can send in comments, questions, um, even if it's not about the book. Maybe you just want to talk about something or add your own two cents on a topic that's been discussed, you know, on this on this show. Send me an email, hobo210 at AOL.com. Now, what's the next thing? Oh, yeah, we got, we got the, the sequel to Savage coming up. So if you guys have not checked that episode out, or maybe you just need a refresher, go back and listen on that. You know, basically chronicling my life, uh, beginning, middle, the end. Well, not not really the end. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to die at the end. Well, I guess I am, but I mean, it's, it's going to be way later, hopefully. Hopefully it's not tomorrow, because uh, I may, may or may not have shit to do, you know? So we could be able to schedule around it, but I mean, I don't know figure it out right we'll figure it out so that's coming up now i don't have a i don't have a date set for any of this because i've never worked like that i've never worked on timelines i've never worked you know with uh deadlines you know it just i don't know they seem they seem annoying and frustrating so it'll come out when it comes out i mean hopefully both of these episodes will come out by the end of the month but as a lot of people say, you can hope in uh, one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up faster. So that could end up happening, right? So, so man, ugh, I'm just mentally exhausted right now. It's been, uh, it's been just one of them days, I guess. Um, but yeah, prison talk, right? Yeah. All right. Good talk, everybody. Good talk. So it's that hobo with his Southern Twain show. Of course, I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. Joe Madness. I'm out, bitches. <laughs>